Welcome to a place where God's people are enlightened and empowered through the ministry of the Spirit and strategic communication of God's words for kingdom dominion. We are a people committed to establishing kingdom civilization in our various sphere of influence. Welcome to Build. exactly what's talking. So today in my um, today I have to combine two different um, aspects that were to cover which is how believers should view church and the church's responsibility because I obviously made a mistake with the time, with the dates in my curriculum. So I have to pitch two different topics together today. But um, we started week one with what is the church um, we started. We continued week two, which was um, last week, with how the world should view the church, and I was explaining our own perspective in that regard, which should be in our communication of truth. Yeah. So this week we are going to cover the believer's view of the church and the church's responsibility. Um, next week we are to cover the church and human culture. So this is an institution of learning. You are jotting your learning. Next week, we're covering the church and human culture. And then week five, we would... Sorry. Next week is prayer session. This is the last one. Okay, so that will be two weeks time. So week five, we're going to cover the transition in church's emphasis. The transition in church emphasis, right? I don't know if you are writing, but if you are writing, please write. That's in week um, five. We are going to cover the transition in church emphasis. Week six, six, we are going to cover the church and world influence. The church and world influence. And then we are going to repeat that in week seven. And we are going to run. Now, um, you need to pay attention because this message is... This series is helping us to be matured believers. This year, we hope um, the word that God gave us is to make impact. And a lot of things have surrounded the year, but I believe we're still going to make more. By God's grace, we have we have made some impact. But I believe that we're going to do exactly what God says as this teaching continues. So that we will have so the teaching is such that we have understanding and perspective. Now, I'm taking it very slow because I heard from Julian Kiula. He said that church has to return to um, the church has to return to the principle building boring messages. Boring messages. But the goal is to build principles. Many times we are gyrated after a message and we did not gain. Funny enough, um, human beings only remember how many percents now? I hope I I hope I get it right. Is it, 40, is it 60 or 80% of what they hear in a day? So, there is a lot that is also lost that we did not hear. So, um, I'm taking it slowly so that we don't just end the message with let us pray, let's shout, ah, fire. Whereas, there is no understanding. Alright. So, I will trust God that at the end of this series, we would have 
better understanding as to what church is and how we are going to prosecute our assignment. In Jesus' name. Um, this scripture, I don't know if I can read the whole story, but this scripture, um, while I was praying this morning, um, the Holy Spirit flashed this scripture down to verse 20 and I'll give us the reason. But let's start from here. The Bible says, Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him. That is on Christ Jesus. And they heard this. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Ghost came upon them and they spake with new tongues and prophesied. Next verse. And all the men were about twelve. Next verse. And he went into the synagogue and spake boldly for the space of three months, disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of God. Continue. We're going to verse 20. It's a long way. But when divers were hardened and believed not, but spake evil of that, of that way before the multitude, he departed from them and separated the disciples, disputing daily in the school of one tyrannus. And this continued by the space of two years, so that all they which dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jews and Greeks. And God wrought yeah. And God wrought special miracles by the hand of Paul. Next verse. So that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. And then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits in the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preached. And there were seven sons of one skiver, a Jew, and chief of the priests, which did also. And the evil spirits answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? Next verse. And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them. And prevailed against them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. Next verse. Just stay. Just stay there. Stay here. And many that believed came and confessed and shewed their deeds. Verse 19. Many of them also which used curious acts brought their books together and burned them for all men. And they counted the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. Next verse. So mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. Now the Holy Spirit flashed the scripture. And you don't need to believe me. Uh, but the Holy Spirit told me that he is about to heighten the manifestations of the Spirit in this house. And you don't need to believe. But this is what the Holy Spirit said. And the goal is that mightily will the word grow and pray. So, I don't know if you've been praying. I don't know if you've been 
everlasting or if you have not but trust me that very soon as we continue to i believe that i believe in my spirit though that starting from prayer service next week god will heighten the manifestations of the spirit and miracles and we've seen we've seen in bits but i'm saying that there will be a measure that will make people to pay attention yeah i like us to just pray in like three minutes and receive that word into our spirits just pray in the spirit saying the messages this year are very intentional to ensure that we have we make impact to ensure that we make impact so if you do not make impact much more than you did last year this year then you did not pay attention paul was saying to timothy that the things that he taught him he says give yourself wholly to them he says so that your profiting shall appear unto all so if you If you do not give yourselves fully and wholly to the things that we teach, then your profiting will not appear to all. So it's important that as a believer, you don't just hear the word of God. You pay attention and then you act on it. Because if you receive a word and you do not act on it, it's not going to produce. It is the word received, believed, and acted upon that will change our lives. Now let's go into to this message. Jeremiah chapter 51 in verse 20. We're reading from 20 to 23. Jeremiah 51 in verse 20. So he's back so I can talk now. The more I, week after week, especially this year, 
as I grow, I found out how I'm getting to realize why God decided to interrupt the simple life of a young man to invest in several destinies. I'm getting to find out more. And if you do not strategy from God, you might not, you might think it's one person trying to build a ministry or one person trying to make a name for himself and not realize that build is a strategy. It's, you see, when God spoke to Noah and he said that Noah should build an ark, it was because of a flood that was coming. God interrupted the life of a man and ensured that he does not think about himself alone. He starts to think about every other person and build a hack of safety because time will show time will show the quality of the investments that is given to you in people. I know the quality of the things I teach by the Spirit. You will rarely hear it. There are messages that I've taught this year that I checked online trying to listen to people with several perspectives and nobody said anything about it. So, I'm seeing more and I'm appreciating it again myself because probably I did not realize more before that God wants to save some young people because of something he wants to do in the future and because of that he says this young man I know you can travel and maybe go and do masters you know week after week I keep hearing um, people sending things to me let me tell you I told you about the Chevron man during night so he reached out again to my mom and then when they sent the thing to me, I saw this juicy thing, you know. It was going to be nice to just be living on the highlands, you know, be working in Chevron. And, and, uh, in fact, if I start a church on the island, the kind of ties that I will, <laughs> the kind of ties that I will receive. <laughs> I saw that deal. I said, no. I think you were with me when mommy called them. Then she got another person. This was her friend abroad. He packaged the job. Uh, let's say nothing less than probably sixty, seventy thousand dollars an hour. And when I saw that thing again, I looked at it and I said, Beauty. and I said, no problem. I told the man, please. You know, it was juicy. So I said, sir, is it possible to do this thing from Nigeria? <laughs> Just allow me to do it from Akure here. And I had to relocate, and I said I could not relocate. And let me tell you, honestly, truthfully, after I did all of that, I cried. I know you people won't believe, but you were with me. I cried. Because this is the breakthrough that we pray for now. Is that true? So the question is why? That's what I've been thinking about. Why will you decide to inconvenience me this much just to preach a sermon? If somebody ever later in the future said that I had an ambition or probably I was using church money or using church for money, I will beat that person. I'll find the person and remove my shirt and start beating somebody because, <laughs> because many people do not know the sacrifices that has been paid. But that's not my emphasis. My emphasis is that you pay attention to not allow people outside to receive, learn, and grow before you. Because proximity many times can make you not to value. You can value people that are in front of you, but you have taught us a few weeks ago. You might not value the person close to you that is really the value that you have. 
because if you have staffs you can respect a big man but if the staffs are not there there is no work to I'm saying this thing so that you value 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 the things that you receive value the things that you receive I by God's grace will continue to labor to ensure that I don't teach you nonsense I won't teach you I won't teach you just to pray because I have seen what the future looks like I, I started a training I started learning how to pastor Gen Z's that's the training I've been on recently and my God there are apostles and prophets that are very popular this day that in 10 years it will look like they never existed except in church believe me the things that I've studied and I've seen people are people that are shouting that your relevance will soon die because you are not praying they will soon fade very soon 10 years you will look at them on YouTube and you won't even find not because they are not prayerful but because like I taught us last week truth can be false because of the times do you understand if the truth does not matter in this time regardless of how powerful you are and God bless preachers with the Gen Z's of these days they don't care they don't care if oil is dripping on your forehead like this they don't care so if God does not help us to teach truth with balance and in the right timing something is wrong so I'm saying this so that you you approach build with gratitude much more than just saying I know Emmanuel approach build with gratitude the things that you hear and you receive will change your life believe me, it's will I'm laboring not just for my own life I know when you people go home you labor for yourself and your family I'm laboring for myself my family and everybody pay attention Jeremiah chapter 51 from verse 20 thou art my battle axe and weapons of war for with thee will I break in pieces the nations and with thee will I destroy kingdoms next verse 21 yeah and with thee will I break in pieces the horse and his rider and with thee will I break in pieces the chariot and his rider next verse with thee also will I break in pieces man and woman and with thee will I break in pieces old and young and with thee will I break in pieces the young man and the maid next verse where we stop I will also break in pieces with thee the shepherd and his flock and with thee will I break in pieces the husbandman and his yoke of oxen and with thee will I break in pieces captains and rulers now this battle axe that was said here in our context the church the bible is saying that we are god's battle axe now if you read that whole scripture is there anything any aspect of human endeavor that is that is out of that scripture captains rulers shepherds flock shepherd does not mean somebody leading sheep so far you are a leader is there flocks he says man he says woman the bible is saying here that the church is God's strategy for every aspect of human endeavor. So, when God wants to reach earth, God will not reach earth without passing through the church. Now, this is important for you to note because there are pastors that are saying now that um, bloggers are a strategy from God to 
to that what church does not say bloggers will say so bloggers talking about pastors is not is god no no according to scripture it is not true god has put everything in the jurisdiction of the church so god will not do anything on earth if he does not pass through the church if you understand this you will realize that our work is much more than staying in the building when you find this out you will realize that if we keep staying in buildings and campsites and we do not ensure that we prepare ourselves for what the world looks like we'll be making a big mistake because everything on earth god puts the church as his battle axe his own strategy to reach the world god will not take an unbeliever and then the person will die and then go to hell and go to heaven and then come back with a vision and say this is what i saw in heaven god will not do that anything that he will do he will do from the church now this is powerful enough to note like jesus said that we are the light of the world is that true he says we are the salt of the earth and he later went forward to say that if the salt loses its saltiness that it will be a waste men will trample on it which means that the salt is not actually that term um, should i call it cube or cuboid now huh it's not that it's actually the essence of the salt is inside that particular structure so there is something that the church has that the world does not have anywhere there is light there is darkness church comes to give light anywhere and where is there no darkness in this world there is darkness in politics there is darkness in present family life there is darkness on social media there is darkness there is darkness on the road so everywhere that you would expect that the church reaches unto them mark chapter 3 verse 14. it is why jesus said in this scripture mark chapter 3 in verse 14 give me that scripture jesus was saying that he called his disciples that they be with him first and then that he might send them forth he ordained 12 that they should be with him and that he might send them forth to preach jesus ordained 12 and because of the enormous um um the enormity actually of the assignment jesus ensured that they stay with him first so that he builds them before he sends them forth because there is an end goal there is a way a believer should look like the bible says that they that are planted in the house of god the bible says they shall flourish in the courts of our god it says in old age they will be fat and flourishing give us that scripture it's psalms 92 verse 13 psalm 92 verse 13 to 14 says that those that be planted in the house of God shall flourish in the courts of our God next verse they shall still bring forth fruit in old age they shall be fat and flourish this is how the, anybody that stays in church at old age should keep producing fruits should be fat should be flourishing should not lack because you are in church so there is something that has been placed in church to ensure that every time you keep producing fruits every time you keep producing fruits if you escape from church 
that you don't produce fruit is not God's fault. It's your fault. Because you ignored God's strategy of feeding. It's like a plant that decides to ignore the sun, decides to ignore water. Will it die? Yes, it will die. Except there is another strategy built to ensure that it keeps producing. So, God has placed the church such that when somebody gets saved and he enters that environment, God sends you there to be nourished, to be built, to be fed, so you can grow. So, the Bible says that God said he will give us shepherds after his own heart. Shepherds that can lead, shepherds that can teach, shepherds that will build you methodically so that you can grow. Not haphazardly, not money today, prosperity tomorrow, uh, uh, um, um, hell next week. No. But that there is a sequence, an understanding that you will be built by. This is one of the reasons why we are sent to church for methodical growth, to be nourished and to be built up. And it is for this reason that God gives us ministry gifts. It says, He gives unto some apostles, yeah, unto some prophets, unto some pastors, unto some teachers. In fact, it says, unto some pastors and teachers. It's why I came up with my theology that if you want to preach every week, if you want to be a pastor, you must be a teacher. And being a teacher does not mean that um, you can quote three scriptures and add them together. No, no. A lecturer does not just know chemistry, he knows the sequence of your growth in chemistry that when you graduate you can graduate a chemist is that true so it's not just that you will jump to electrical electronics department today fly to mathematics department tomorrow and at the end of the whole thing you say you are a graduate that's nonsense so when you come to an institution of learning you come there too it's a rigorous time of building but step by step first you start with general courses then you start to pick departmental courses and even in that department in 500 level you will realize that there are still things there that you can pick you can pick an aspect and ignore this other aspect is a growth based on the method this is why god sent us ministry gifts not to be rich not to make them popular not to stand and call themselves major one seer one um prophet one um you know all this rubbish that people do these days <laughs> God sent you there to train people they asked the prophet one day they said how can I walk in the gift of prophecy now I see what you do and I'm really challenged I want to live like this how can I walk in this gift the man stood there and he said in front of all of them he said I was born with it that's nonsense you see that kind of pastor you just carry man cuff him and jail him like that because if you if somebody is a prof and he cannot turn you to become a prof why is he a prof the goal of knowledge is transference that's the goal so the fact that you know does not mean that it will bless the world if your knowledge cannot be transferred nobody will award you so if you are a pastor you have a crowd and it's very shocking for me because the crowd that listens to this man so nobody here will become a prophet when you die you die like that no no even God did not do like that. Jesus, when he was done, he raised 12 people. We are reaping the fruit of 12 people. So, if, if I would ask a question, why, why did God send to us pastors or ministry gifts? Give me Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15 
and I will give you pastors according to my heart. Pay attention. Which shall feed you with what? So the first assignment of a pastor is not to receive seed. It's not to, it's not even impartation. Here is a message to young preachers. I understand that fire is boiling in your bones. You are throwing people up and down. It's fine. As far as campus ministry is concerned, not a problem. But as you start to grow, if you keep throwing people, one day somebody will fall down and stand up and say, Pastor, what did I fall down for? Because he does not know why this falling down is happening and this rising up is happening. The goal of being a pastor is what? Knowledge and understanding. So when you meet a believer and you ask him, how did you get saved? What got you saved? What is your future like? And he cannot talk with wisdom and understanding. He doesn't have a pastor. His pastor is doing a bad job. A very bad job. And God bless Nigerian pastors. This is how average of more than half of believers know what they are doing. They just know that they come to church. They just know that one man spits on their face every Sunday. That's all. You see, when I was in on campus, the lower level students, there were simple questions that we asked some, and respectfully so. Simple questions. And they gave us answers that made us more confused than the questions that we even put. It's amazing. You know, somebody, like I taught us last week, about the perception of reality. Somebody can tell you something about God that will make you think that this God does not exist. And he will bring it from the Bible. But just because he does not know this thing. I see, I always say, this teaching is not just a gift, it's an office. God trains you before he gives you that office. So, there is this brag. Everybody is trying to create doctrine. Everybody is trying to correct everybody. These people are saying rubbish. Listen to me. They said, don't call me. And they make statements that obviously are not scripturally sound. You see, when we were growing, when we were praying years ago, there was this clash that we always had. Teachers and prophets, we had issues. Because prophets will say, we are seeing ABC. Then I will sit down there and say, Luke chapter 5. <laughs> if you check Luke, it's not there. It's not there. It's not there. <laughs> we had that drag until we started to mature. And I bless God for closing my high school about a year. Because I would have seen things that would destroy people's lives. And one of the blessings that I had in my life that began that journey for me is that young man there. One day that I was laying, you won't remember, for me I remember, who we were laying hands on people one night like that. And he called me. <laughs> and he told me that even the Bible says that we should not lay hands on people in the east. So he, he, he re-engineered my mind to pay attention. And as I began to study, I found out that most of these things we were doing were gymnastics. The person falling down did not receive shin dying. Nothing came on that person. It just collapsed. You see, let me tell you something. You see, the effect of God's presence can be like electricity. It can affect you. And you just, nothing happened to you. You just fell. You see, if you watch Benin's meeting, you will see that thing very well. Sometimes if he wants to punish you, he will just fling you on the ground and leave you there. You will not be able to stand up. That's his punishment for you. For hours you'll be there. When he's done with, when you now learn, he will now bring you back. 
Maybe some of us, we, we don't have power. We have, but we have the same chance. So the man knows that you didn't receive. And Benny did not even know until, I don't know the preacher, he went to minister somewhere. And he was praying, you know Benny now? Everybody was on the ground, literally. And, and this man of God called him into the office. And I think he said about 30 minutes ago, the Holy Spirit left. So every other person that fell down after that 30 minutes received nothing. That was when Benin now sat and said, okay, there's, there's a lot more to learn than just true. It was as I grew that I now realized that it is possible to stand and say it's time to throw people on the ground. And it will be like a joke. I think I went to minister somewhere and I was already praying that the power of God is good. Then I checked time and I realized that time has gone. So what am I going to do? Because if nobody falls, then everybody will look like this guy is not. So I entered the flesh. So, so I said, I, it, it, there is knowledge, there is skill around this thing. What I taught the um, guys in discipleship class yesterday is a bit on the skill. That thing, if you learn it very well, that's the book. That's the channel. So I knew what to do. I knew one, two, three, the people that the anointing was on. So I said they should bring one of them for me. And I did like I wasn't even saying it. I just touched the guy, started going. And the guy could not stand up again. He was, they were, they had to be carrying him, carrying him after me. So, just like a sign, I, I can throw them. But I just, there was no time. Right? So, just let this one be your. <laughs> so that you can. <laughs> Don't worry. God has had mercy on me. I won't do that again. <laughs> ah! But the first goal of being a pastor is for knowledge and understanding. So if you come to church and there is no transformation, you are not learning something that you did not know before. Or learning it in a different light. Ah, I didn't know that Christians are to behave like this. And you start to change. If you are not being washed by the word of God, you do not have a pastor or something is wrong with the way the pastor is mentoring you. And the blessing is that you are, not supposed to, you are not supposed to leave church because of that. You don't leave church, you change church because God will still pass through church to reach you. Is that true? First Timothy chapter 5 verse 17. I'm, 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 I'm doing this so that our attention, we know what we meet a pastor for. You see, this year, I found a few people running up and down looking for spiritual father. And they will say they entered somewhere and somebody told them that if you do not have a spiritual father, yeah, there are things about your life that uh, dot, 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 whatever they said. And then their present pursuit in God now. They pray every night, God show me my spiritual father. They meet people asking for their spiritual father. And, I, and when people come to me and they talk like that, I'm confused. Who exactly taught you? Eh? That's part of the training, the, the guideline for training in this kingdom, the spiritual father there. Funny enough, it's not in the Bible. It's not. It takes mentorship to grow. But this thing that we're calling spiritual father is not. We have ministry gifts of which you can receive from. When it comes to church, I'm going to teach you in this place. When it comes to church, you partner because of kingdom advance, not because of spiritual father. This actual thing that we're doing is not in the Bible. Jesus was not a spiritual father to his 12 disciples. 
he mentored them and taught them and sent them out that was the goal the goal was the building the understanding that they received so that Peter that was scared before he met a, a man that was lame at the gate beautiful and he said silver and gold I do not have but what I have what made Peter change a pastor Jesus But there are many people if they want to travel i want to go and meet my spiritual father to marry i want to go and meet my spiritual father to eat i want to go something is wrong spiritual fathers control the money that people spend they control their accounts balance spiritual fathers are matchmaking now one guy posted it was amazing an apostle posted on his status and he said uh what did he, what did he even say he said if you are a if you are a young man young single young man um, is it 26 or 27 and above and you have a job you have a this um, send your name and your details make sure you are a Christian no? make sure you are a believer send your details we are going to connect you and, and I was there like you know what you know what's funny a young lady will receive an husband from that kind of thing and she will receive a, a, a blow that she will not be able to recover from it she was not trained to understand relationships but spiritual father brought them together haven't you met spiritual fathers that will say you can't marry this one because uh, he's not in our tribe uh, tribe nonsense who, who started tribe in the bible the bible says though we are many we are one body so the principles of tribe, regardless who teaches it is not his jesus did not teach us did not do it some people were saying i am for paul i am for apollos when paul got there he said he didn't even go there to fight for his own tribe he said this is nonsense this is a sign of lack of maturity all this i'm for paul i'm for this first timothy 5 17 the bible says let the elders that rule that rule well be counted worthy of double honor now what does it mean to rule well he said especially they who labor in the word and doctrine there are many spiritual fathers that are not laboring in the word and doctrine even they they are not learning you can see that there is no transition in their knowledge for years it's the same thing they are not growing they are not fighting for truth they are not studying they are not even building the other people will not grow because is it the same thing you will keep teaching god has to start expanding but it takes hunger but you see many times because everybody is to the spiritual father the spiritual father is not hungry he's not pressing there are no new things he's learning he's not learning courses he's not growing because everybody and he will now stand and they make this statement if i speak god has spoken that's a lie from the devil you should be jailed for that statement yes everything is a transaction do you know that this giving and tithing is not that hard but because people have used it to to you know to to bless themselves let me put it that way now people are scared should we give that or should we not give that generosity is a kingdom value it is jesus taught it 
but it's hard now to teach tithing you have to be careful the way you pitch it because some people use it for themselves no if a pastor is not laboring in the word laboring in doctrine no matter how many impartations you have if you do not know you will not grow if you do not know you will not make progress so it is important that when you listen to a man ensure that he is laboring in the word ensure that he is laboring in doctrine we have pastors for knowledge for understanding people should not live built and then they ask you questions about your faith we give have spent time there are teachings on telegram about salvation about the believer's life next year i'm still going to do a believer series because i believe that as a pastor there should be a time set aside to let believers understand the scope of the believer's life because many times we learn leadership in church we learn um, um wealth in church but we do not learn how to be believers indeed and even the pastor needs to learn i listen to build messages sometimes like five times in a day because even me I'm learning there are things I hear from my own message that I have to judge just because I need to ensure I don't want to teach you something that you will carry to the world and realize it does not work have you seen that pastors like that before they are telling you something and you know you know under God that this thing does not come like this people keep saying that Jehovah sharp sharp God can just change your level and a, a man can come from US and then give you 10 million dollars question as you are now if somebody gives you 10 million dollars shouldn't you enter the ground and faint and say no this 10 million will lead me to debts that i will not be able to pay is that not true because you don't have structures your business has not grown that much you don't have a staff base what do you want to use 10 million dollars for and people go there and so to receive so to receive cars i taught us two weeks ago the reason why things doesn't look like it's working in our lives now is because we are young nobody here is up to 30 most of us are just starting so what you need is knowledge to build well if you've gone ahead of me what did you do where did you make mistakes ah you made mistake here okay i'm going to change that's what we came to church for not to just say take breakthrough next week it will not come i can guarantee you it won't do you know the level of skill that people have presently and all that they have as a job is paying them a hundred and fifty thousand so you just arbitrarily believe you just believe that because one man of god touches you no the world is smarter than that The primary responsibility of a believer is transformation. When you are saved, the next thing is what? Transformation. That's the time to make mistakes and correct yourself. Yes, you make mistakes as a believer. Yes, sir, you do. But correct yourself. Oh, I did it wrongly. I change. I did it wrongly. I change. And how do you change if you've not heard? The Bible says, how shall they know if, if they do not have a preacher? So God sends a preacher so that when you make mistakes, you can go back to the message. Ah, I did something wrong in finances. Go and prosper series. You listen again. This was what I did. The primary assignment of pastors is not all these suits and tie. I saw one young guy probably started ministry this year. Went for one crusade uh, or I don't even know. And then, and then he went there with a car. Drop from you know that thing that they will video you dropping from the car. And I just sat down. And 
I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. So that uh, you two will drop, they will not snap. It's nonsense. Don't you see? Many of us are wasting time. Wasting time. Instead of building people, investing in people, I can tell you this. God is blessing me. But I rarely buy anything for myself. I rarely give to myself. I rarely even eat. I won't tell you this regularly. But apart from last week, and it's because I almost had a medical condition last week, is why I had to start eating last week. For like two weeks, I've not been eating until like six p.m. Like that. I'm not praying for power. It's just something that I need to do as a pastor for the sake of people. So somebody just stands and thinks it's about water. Sometimes that water is the first thing that person is drinking since that. And, and they believe that ministry is about pleasure and about honor and respect. I remember that when God told us to start building, and I, I, I've not even started talking about it I think I told only one guy and young people started coming to meet me and they said God said that they should serve here no problem uh, I will tell them let's have a visit let me see where how your growth is spiritually and in life so I can know where to continue from and then when they come and they have that meeting they almost don't have anything to say I many times will be the first person to say get a job start jotting start learning the word of God start showing into your spirit so after they did that, then I said, okay, let's gather and let's pray and talk together. And then some of them will squeeze 500 naira inside my bag, squeeze milk inside my bag. Somebody's like, squeeze all these things. And I, I, I was talking silently until one day I stood in front of everybody and I said, listen, the only gift that you can give me is your progress. For now, how much is 500 milk to clean my shoe? One used to come to my hostel that time and want to clean my pack. I said, I have not If I go back home, I will wash my own clothes. So I don't know what this cleaning should be. It was then that I now calmed down. And I said, wait. Okay, so you were going to church before. So that's what you were taught. So who in the world is teaching people to be going to wash people's clothes? Um, carry people's um, um, shirts? Iron people's trousers? In the name of service. Even Jesus did not ask you that one. It's amazing. It's amazing. Eh? They will say, come and fetch water. You see, it's, it's just his word. The way people think. Whereas our assignment is labor doctrine. I told them that nobody, and probably it's the reason why I rarely receive gifts. I said, nobody should give me any money. God is blessing me and he will keep blessing me. By the grace of God, if I don't labor to grow in prosperity, many of you will know how to grow by yourselves. It's because God has taught me things. I have studied is why I can teach. Last year, Grand Prosper Series was one of the biggest messages, biggest series we had last year because many people came because of the level of understanding that God has blessed me with at that time on finance. And God, let me tell you, in between that year and this year, there are things I've learned that I did not know before. So there's, a, there's another series coming this year on finances. Man, another. Just pray for it to come. Because the things you will learn, trust me, you've not heard it before. Labor in the world, labor in doctrine. Your people must know, they must know how to be spiritual. 
they must know how to grow spiritually they must be able to train another person that's the goal jesus left disciples not spiritual souls ah, very good because discipleship like i taught us is being mentored by an ideology so that when the man goes the impact of that ideology is there and you can train somebody else not to tap grace this so-called connectivity to grace is a big let's call it what the name that it is scam is a big scam because this connectivity that we are doing what are you connecting if you don't know it is the glory of God to conceal a matter. It's the honor of kings to what? Search it out. So of what use is this connectivity if you don't know what to do? You cannot reproduce it. When the man goes, it's like the ministry down. By the grace of God, there are people that have left here to several ministries who will not shout it. I will not fight. Nobody is going to fight anybody. I have good relationship with most of them. Till today. This guy is a, is a, is an HOM in another church. He's an head of ministries in another church. But he's here. I will not sit down and say, son, you. This is nonsense. It's nonsense. But there are things that he has left. And bless God, there are things he has left. Labor in the world and doctrine. Labor in the world and doctrine. The next responsibility of a pastor, highly important, I just have to summarize this into this one statement, is service. As far as I know, in the Bible, God did not send people to serve a man. God sent a man to serve people. Yes. Luke chapter 22 verse 26. Luke chapter 22 verse 26. I hope you are learning this as I'm with you. Luke 22, 26. But ye shall not be so. Uh, but he that is greatest among you, let him be as the younger. And he that is chief, as he that what? Doth serve. That's the work of the day. A pastor's assignment is to serve the people. Pray for their needs. It's a culture that I developed years ago. All, everybody that comes to meet me and say he's submitting under me or something, I write their names down. It's in my journal. Friday night, I put it on the ground. I just lie down there and pray in tongues. Lift them. Change their lives. Give them wisdom. Give them knowledge. That's the work of a pastor. Service. So, if the people are sacrificing more than the pastor, then he's not one This is what is wrong with Nigerian leadership. If you would notice, like I've taught, um, church is a kingdom statement. It's much more political than it is spiritual. The reason why it is spiritual is because the, the government that we report to is not in the three dimension. If the government we report to is on earth, we would not be needing to pray. We'll probably send letters or WhatsApp chats. So it's a political thing. The same way pastors are doing is the same way our leaders are behaving. They receive tax and they do rubbish and nonsense with it. Keep us in debt. A pastor serves with everything, with his prayer life he serves. With his finance. Let me tell you, ministry is not something to rush into. I can tell you the truth. 
you will make sacrifices that you will cry for yourself because as far as i'm concerned there are people i pay rent i pay bills i pay all kinds of things my money is not mine when it enters i know it's the lord's the little that comes to me is for is for me that's it that's the life of a pastor he does not complain it was my parents that used to talk about pastor wf kumi that in the large campground when they were still much earlier in ministry the man will carry a bowl of rice so that people will eat he will not leave it to the kitchen crew and say serve everybody protocol should follow me are you man no 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 he will go there and carry a ba- a, a a bowl of rice and carry it on his head and be serving people pastor that's a pastor's life service when people give money in church huh? you see the pastor's goal is to serve the people the, 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 the goal of the people is to partner with that man in achieving God's kingdom advance agenda in that time. And I say that in that time because it is time dependent. Many people keep saying their church is not seeing them. Their church is not seeing them. And the reason is because they do not understand that there is something called times and seasons. There are churches that years ago, the things that they train people by the kind of knowledge that they passed was important for that dispensation. As the dispensation changed, it's not a bad news when people leave a whole church at some point to partner with younger churches because of the times. It's not a bad news. It is, like I said last week, it is strength for the man of God to understand that times are changing, seasons are changing, and like David, buy the materials and support the next generation. So, by God's grace, I'm not even thinking probably build will have generation to generation. If it will, there's got to be a strategy to partner with the person of coming. Because you only serve God in your own dispense. So, you are to partner with the pastor. When I drop my seed, what am I doing? When I'm dropping offering, dropping tithe, what am I doing? There's going to be going to reach out to souls we need to get more people saved like build will say by restoring kingdom advance many people should be saved people should be discipled so when you are saying so the the members that also do not support church many of them too are selfish or they do not understand adequately what church and partnership with church should be like because many times we collect money just because of our pockets last year the first one of my I brought this guy to the field. I, I, I begot him in the gospel. And he said that here he got a good job and he wants to in his tithe. And he said that he wants to give me that I should do it whichever way I please. I remember that this one is for the work of the Lord. When they gave tithe in the Old Testament, is that food should be in the house of God. I diverted all of that money to build. I've not spent one naira. And he keeps giving every month. People can see that and say, Wow, open door, extra money for yourself. Because if there is an agenda, there is a vision. If the if the church is already saying we are doing something, we are saving 200 souls this year. Members are not to sit down and say, "Wow, nice preaching." So you can sound this good. That's nice, and go back home without in a way to partner. You will have jobs. You will do what you have to do outside. But church responsibility is everybody's responsibility. I saw my dad. I think. Yeah, is a prof, and they've not paid prof since like about five months plus six months. And on was it Wednesday? He went for a vigil again that night. 
took his car and went to the beach. He came back Thursday morning, Friday morning. He said he was traveling to KG. Yes, on the school exams there. And he went again. And when I sat down and I saw this man, all I could do was to pray for myself and my people. May God help us to be diligent members of the church. Not just, you should understand what I'm saying now. Not just gossip. No. God should not be doing something in church and you are upset. No. It's selfishness to act like that. We are to work together. Ah, we are restoring kingdom and how many souls are we saving this year? 200 or 500 or 1,000 or 10,000. Regardless the number, what's my contribution? I give. That's my contribution. Oh, I can do something in media. I partner. That's my contribution. So you are serving unto the Lord, not to the man of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? If the man of God is not giving you a vision, there is no need to partner. Your seed is entering his pocket. Because it is when there is a vision that you know where money is going to. So a pastor is to serve with his life, serve with his resources, serve even giving people an environment conducive enough to serve God is part of the service of the pastor. Pastors should not be around and then everywhere rain is beating people. No, a pastor should be responsible. Service. Where can we find? What hall can we find? Even if it is cheap. Even if it is paid for, let's find something. That's the work of a pastor. He helps you manage your spiritual life and growth. That's the work of a pastor. So, if you meet a pastor and the first thing he's talking about is your seed, your giving, you have met the wrong person. If he's not laboring in the word and in doctrine, he's not laboring. And he's not counted for the word. Are you blessed this evening? Are you learning this evening? Let me challenge us with what I just said. Please, as much as you can, partner with the move of God. It's a blessing to partner with the move of God. It's a blessing. There's this song that really, I cried when I heard that song. Take it down. And thank you for giving to the Lord. I am alive. That was changed. Thank you for giving to the Lord. I am so glad you gave. You don't listen. It's a very, very ancient song. Thank you for giving to the Lord. I am alive that was changed. Thank you for giving to the Lord. I am so glad you gave. That song, I remember when that guy sang that song. Everybody was crying in that place because they remembered the person that did their best to get them saved. Somebody gave to God, that's why you are here. Some people were born in church, somebody gave to, to the Lord, that's why you were born in church. Like I said, that my dad went for Sunday school and all of that. The things that they keep doing for church is the reason why some of us are still encouraged to do the work. So if you live your own life, 
without anybody that can give a testimony thank you for giving thank you for giving to the lord in your prayers thank you for giving to your the lord in your giving crusades are happening around you you just pass like you are not you are, you are non-believer let's let's be believers let's be believers indeed that song when i heard it i broke in tears because i found out that there were people that gave for us to be alive there were people i'm sure that some some of us might have experienced fellowships many of them churches are not sponsoring them but young people gather together get a good place for themselves to worship get get pastors to teach them get sound get drums do you know that it takes money to buy equipment it takes money real one not 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 um, 20k real money to buy equipment. and people keep doing that every year they are not being paid they are not getting anything but from a scripture that was flashed because of somebody's gift somebody sees a scripture he breaks down and he gives his life to jesus somebody gave to god like that you don't need to be on stage to give to the lord but it's an important thing that the little that you can do that's what brought this song that i keep saying this little light of mine i'm gonna let it shine this little light of mine i'm gonna let it shine this mine I'm gonna let it shine I'll let it shine let it shine let it shine that's the challenge let's continue with the message we'll wrap up soon ah. help me Jesus so when you come to church what do you hope to receive what do you hope to receive what is the church's responsibility to you when you come to church the first thing is transformation through the word and prayer chapter 6 verse 4 the bible says give us Acts chapter 6 verse 4 Acts chapter 6 verse 4 but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word this is a decision that the apostles made we will continually give ourselves to prayer and to the teaching of the word i believe that because of the change in the times there is there is got to be a system to package this gospel so that the young people can receive but prayer must not be removed because there is this advocacy to push prayer from church these days prayer does not do everything yes <laughs> but the truth is that even to receive you need to pray you see we will raise very weak people if we don't tell them how to pray i've said it before one of the culture I learned from my parents is the act of waiting upon the Lord. There are days, probably once in a year for a week, ending of the year, you don't enter the new year without fasting and praying. You find yourself a corner. Leave your house where visitors can disturb you for chicken. You find a corner and you are praying. Lord, what will happen next year? What should we prepare for? What should we do? Believers don't have that culture. They don't retreat. They just enter new seasons like that with bread and tea and, and, and social media. Ah! It's dangerous if your whole life is on social media like that. There must be secret times. And it's in church that you learn that. Prayer service is coming next week. It's not just a time for you to say, uh, come prepared. That's how people... Do you learn? There were these things that our parents used to do years ago. That if probably somebody is barren, somebody has a challenge, and the person is your friend, they will say there is a pastor somewhere. They hold prayers on 
Sunday or on Friday. Let's go there. It's why people went so far and decided went to the, going to this Ladura and all of that. It's because they know that it takes prayer to change people's life. And a good friend will advise you, let's go somewhere today. So if you come to build, your friend is sick, your friend is this, your friend is that, and his prayer service and you came alone, you are not, you are not part of the kingdom advance agenda. You didn't post it so that people can see. And even if it is to connect online and pray. See, the present, do you know that in the past one week, the way the naira fell to the dollar. I said it in last year's um, um, energy, July prayer service. That very soon we will hit 700, we will hit 1,000. And it will be like a film. And many of us don't have strategies yet. There's prayer service people go home and then they say, uh, I can't be around, I have a friend that is coming to visit. <laughs> the way young people are behaving these days, they are not preparing for the future. Those are times you fast from morning to evening. Enter by five and you are not greeting friends. You are praying. Lord, whatever must come on me. You see, it's about settling my life early so that I can focus on kingdom. The goal is not money and fame. It's that if you are settled early, you will have enough time, enough space, and enough resources. So a pastor should challenge you. There is daily prayers in build. We connect every evening and pray. Don't just connect and sleep. Connect and be serious. Let God even know that you are investing in destiny. It's important though. Nobody will preach prayer out of the church. If you preach prayer out of the church, you preach power out of the church. Because a prayerless church will be powerless. Demons will sweep people's lives. I said, I think, where was I? I just went into a lodge. I slept and the presence of demons were, it was so pungent. Pungent atmosphere of demons. So it means that people sleep and wake up that in that same place. Somebody will marry somebody in that house. God forbid in Jesus' name that I, that, that I bring a lady into my life, into a, a camp of demons. It takes prayer to correct that atmosphere. You sit down every night. La kapatash, shekepegede, keretete, padisadia, empekete, shakata kata kata. This thing is building energy for your destiny. Many of us are weak because we have not prayed. I can tell you, you are not making impact because you have not prayed. You need prayer when you realize what is in front of you is bigger than you. So if you are not praying, it means your life still looks like a plain field. Uh, no. I've seen the future. There are ups, there are downs. I so prayer service is not just it's not for me. You think it's for me? No, it's a strategy to ensure that early some of you will get will get linked by the spirits to places where your destinies can open up early. Early, that's the word. Early. Like I said in the last prayer service, arise for this is not your rest. Arise and depart for this. Is not your rest. Can we pray in like five minutes? Yes. Why prayer people, prayerful people in this place? We are not powerless. We are prayerful. Lift your voice in five minutes and say, Lord, I send an investment to my future. I pray. I send an investment to my future. Pray so that you don't faint. He spake a parable to the end that men ought always to pray and not to faint don't be silent make sure your own destiny is being settled this night 
make sure your destiny is being settled in the place of prayer pray shada shedegedes kadabadasiata retetete reteteteta teketeketekete shekepakapakapos emprentekeparusadia you must be prayerful the words and prayer and prayer prayer cannot be excused and the child grew and was strong in spirit and the child grew that's the growth orientation of the believer strong in spirit strong in spirit my god there's fire in this house strong in spirit upon you Halapadia. Emmanuel you rise I prophesy I send a word before you may your enemies fall in your face be strong be strong be strong in the Lord be strong that's how we are trained we are trained to be champions in prayer champions champions in prayer champions in prayer settle your destiny with god next year won't meet me like this i expand i expand now unto him who is able now unto him the word and prayer but we will give ourselves continually unto prayer and the ministry of the word hallelujah 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 the more I understand my destiny the more I realize the attacks that are upon my life there are things that are about to come out of this year just by the hand of God now I realize it's time to fight from now till December there is no jokes when you come for prayer service let your spirit be opened you knock a door five times it does not open that's not the path of the righteous come to church and you pray my destiny opens up you see 
you remember Anna let the pastors see you like you are drunk I'm sending my blessing I'm going forward in the name of Jesus nothing holds me back from now to the end of this year is fire upon every destiny things must open up by the power of the Holy Ghost do you believe me Just because we have to build doctrine, my spirit, my spirit is fired upon it. Be a bad friend if you don't bring your friend to a place of prayer. I will say it and I will say it again. This is how parents raised us. They call their friends to their house to hold videos. Why don't you have children yet? Come to my house. Let's Let's pray. Let's pray. This one that we are doing, friends of social media, is subscribed to my channel. That's it. Hey. Ah. With the way the country is, please invest in your future. What? Ah, that's so
online on site i give you just three minutes let's fire something into our futures i move forward by the power of the holy ghost fire something into your future don't be silent ah emmanuel your head is exalted like the whole of the unicorn you are anointed with fresh oil my destiny rise my destiny rise the hand of God is upon you the hand of God is upon you the hand of God is upon you don't be silent force your destiny to open I open the tulip gates he has broken the gates of pass and cut the path of iron in thunder. I receive hidden wisdom, secrets in hidden places. I will suck the breast of kings. Fire prayers into your destiny. Send an envoy to your destiny. Of the level of investment that has entered their prayer life. You 
you've sent an investment to your future lord i'm young i will make mistakes but you said you will have mercy on whom you will have mercy you will have compassion on whom you will have compassion i send it to my future so that a thousand will fall at your side ten thousand at your right side but it will not come near you the bible says with your ear you will with your eyes you will behold the reward of the wicked but it will not come close to you the way people train people to pray is the reason why people don't pray. They teach them rubbish kind of prayer points. Lord, throw me to the sky. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. Expand my strength. Expand my mind. Expand my capacity. Lift me above the ground. Place me on an exceeding high mountain. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heavens. Out to give me that scripture first Timothy 4 verse 5 I need to be calm to this for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer that's just all we are going to say anything can be purified when you add the word and you add prayer anything can change anything can be sanctified when you add the word of God and you have prayer we will never take prayer away from the church never i can't complete this thing today Mighty. i think i know we will we'll push it to next week let me end this place and we'll pray the church is an institution of learning and transformation the word and prayer the word Word and pray. Number two, we, we see church as a family. Write it down. You are in class again. Write it down. When you when when the spirit lands on us, we pray. When 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 it's time to learn, we write family. First Corinthians chapter eleven, verse twenty-nine. First Corinthians chapter eleven, verse twenty-nine. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, okay, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. That the scripture. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. I really wanted to delve deep into this scripture, but there are many people that are not discerning the Lord's body. If we check the book of Ephesians, the Bible talks about how joint to joint supply strength. When it comes to this church that we are in, we came for ourselves is a family and everybody's impute is powerful. Everybody's impute is powerful. Please, can I, can I, can I grab our indulgence this evening? Can you give me 20 minutes? Is it too much? 20 minutes. I'll try my best to wrap up in 20 minutes. Every joint in the body of Christ supplies you. You need your brother, you need your sister. In the church, yes, yes, yes. By God's grace, we are going to be a family of love. A family of love. A family that realizes the strength that you receive from a brother. The Bible says, I don't sharpen it. It's true. It's true that a brother can sharpen you into strength. So when you come to church, you come for the word, you come for prayer, and you come as a family. As a family, 
I'm going to round up. You come to church because it's a place of preparation for kingdom advancement as given to a dispensation. Right? You come to church because it's a place, as a believer, it's a place for preparation for kingdom advance as given to a dispensation. Like I wrote here, if we are not time and dispensation conscious, we will not make powerful impacts. We have to be dispensation conscious. Why in a day and a time that there are things that will not sell again. So as a church, God needs to help us to evolve. I've been talking about this for the past two weeks. God needs to help us to evolve. I've read the statistics to us again and again. I've read the statistics to us again and again. How regardless of what we are doing, it looks like we are not making much progress. We have to be time and dispensation conscious. Matthew chapter 16 verse 18. Mighty God. <laughs> and I say unto thee that thou art Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Now this scripture is letting us realize that the church is a moving body. So when you come to church the, 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 the teachings and the messages in church is to prepare you for advancing the kingdom to prepare you for advancing towards the gate of hell so if you are not eating the devil if you are not if you are not making an impact in your world then there is something that the pastor is teaching that is not right everybody in church should be making impact Agai chapter 1 verse 4 to 8 now this scripture this scripture Agai chapter 1 verse 4 to 8 I have to watch through this Is it time for you or ye to dwell in your sealed houses and this house lie waste Next verse Now therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts consider your ways Next verse Ye have sown much and bringing little Ye eat, but ye have not enough. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with drink. Ye clothe you, but there is none that is warm. And ye that earneth wages, earneth wages to put it into a bag with holes. My God. Thus yet the Lord of hosts consider your place. Next verse. This is the place. Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house and I will take pleasure in it and I will be glorified. See the Lord. I wanted to teach this in, in the financial service but very powerful revelation. Go up the mountain. We have been taught of the several mountains of human endeavor. Yeah? My voice is not good. And the Bible is saying here that there are priests in church but the priest must learn to train the people how to go yeah, up the mountain to get wood. The goal of that wood is to build the house of God. But if you are not trained how to go to fetch wood from the mountain, you will not be able to build the house of God. Meaning that there are people in church that they will be if the training in church is to make you spiritual alone is a fruitless training. 
God needs to train a preacher to be able to train people on how to enter into the world the systems of the world and get resources for the kingdom go up the mountain and what gets wood so if the whole message in church does not train you how to stay in the systems of the world and get resources listen the Muslims know it they are not here just to they are not in politics just because they like politics find out why there is an agenda that is being pushed and Christians are the ones that do not know they enter into the place of work without an ideology without a saint mentality when you go to work you are going to fetch wood for the house of God and there is a skill so if a pastor is just preaching to you to be spiritual it's not enough he needs to train you how to fetch wood. Go up the mountain. This space is too small for God. God wants to do more. And on the earth, it takes resources to do more. So God needs to help a man to train people on how to go up. He's not just saying take breakthrough. That's nonsense. There is a system. There is a way. There are things that you can learn about God and about life you will know how to fetch wood can you make a decision lord i'm going to fetch wood i'm going to fetch wood for your kingdom for your house i'm going to fetch resources i'm going up the mountain nothing will stop me i am strong and i'm courageous i go to fetch wood i go to fetch wood to advance the kingdom i go to fetch wood up the mountain it will be stressful but there is a way there is a way. There is a way. I go up the mountain. I go to fetch wood. I go to fetch wood. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. One major way. Now I'm teaching you. One major way to go up the mountain to fetch wood is to possess a victorious mindset. Right in there. This is what many church members don't have. We enter life feeling like anything that life gives us at all at all nine bad pass when you are going into your career when you are going to school you are going on an agenda you are an undercover agent may god help us to learn that when you enter the world you did not just enter the world as a career man if you enter the world just as a graduate as a programmer as a developer you are not wise no you are sent there on an assignment you are going to fetch wood and if you will be able to succeed there there are people ahead of you there are cynical people with you there are sarcastic people with you you need a victorious mindset many of us think small our thinking is already defeated before we start can you be a millionaire by next year I'm an undercover agent God will send the grace I can't do it I can't do it that was what God told Jacob Joshua, Joshua chapter 1 from verse 1 you will see the things that God started to tell Joshua, you will take over what Moses was doing and I need to train you, Joshua 1 verse 1 now after the death of Moses the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses uh, I can't see very well Moses my servant is dead now therefore arise go over this Jordan, thou 
thou and all these people unto the land which I do give to them even to the children of the Lord every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon that have I given unto you as I said unto Moses next verse from the wilderness and this Lebanon even unto the great river mighty God the, the river Hugh help me all the land the Hittites and unto the toward the going down of the storm shall be your coast next verse there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of your life as I was with Moses so I will be with thee I will not fail thee nor forsake thee next verse be strong be strong and be of good courage let me tell you it looks like we are disadvantaged the Holy Ghost is our advantage and if you enter life with fear the, the, the giants in life will force you out who is your father? nobody where did you come from from church? I just believe that I received an anointing. But do you know that the greatest commodity on earth is the anointing? It can purchase anything. The Bible says that even the yoke shall be lifted from off your shoulder because of the anointing. But many of us enter into the world like chickens. We are scared. Can a good thing come out of Nazareth? If we will advance into the world, we need a victorious mindset. It's time for church, for believers to stop saying, how can these things be? When Mary asked that question, what did the angel tell her? Did, she ask, did he ask for a connection? Did he ask if she had money in the account? He says, the power of the highest. That's the commodity you have. Mighty God. Mighty God. This is the way it is from this standpoint that you, that you work hard. Because you know I'm a champion. I'm a victor. I was listening to uh, Cristiano Ronaldo was being interviewed. I love that guy with passion. They asked him, do you want to be second? He said, no. He said, it's not in my dictionary. This guy is obsessed. If he's not the first, he's nothing. Do you have that mindset? Or are you saying not all at all? My bad pass. That's why many people are still the way they are in church. They enter into, into the world they start a business idea and then if it enters if 10k enters it's like ah wow so it's 10k is 10k going to advance kingdom no it's time for us to have a victor's mindset i will succeed the bible says that year of god little children i've said it and i will keep saying it this year by force we will make impact in the name of Jesus the Christ the Bible says ye are of God little children and ye have overcome them it says because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world many of you approach your skills with fear approach your skills can I ever make it you will you will you won't just make it you will be on the top of that field yes that's what the goal that's the goal a victorious mindset I will not fail the anointing is upon me I have a commodity that cannot be bought what I have cannot be bought cannot be sold it's not in a bank you don't invest it no if it's upon you it's upon you may they not despise us because we are young 
there is this feeling that elderly people have. I don't know, maybe it's an anger because our life looks easier than theirs. But we face bigger challenges, though. But anyways, that's part of the that's their story. They keep saying it like, why, why I do at what age? And somebody met me and said, ah, build. You started a walk, and they were like, at what age? Twenty-two. When Jesus was a grown and a known preacher of the gospel, how old was he? 30, 31. So it means he started earlier. It's why we sit down here and we can, men of God will keep saying that you must, you, you need 10 years to be able to master something before you go. Oh, 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 that's, that's nonsense. That's, that's, that's rubbish. Very big nonsense. Our contemporaries in the world, I've told you, I'll, I'll bring, there's another statistic waiting for you in this series. Just wait for me. This series is prepared to, dis, to, to dismantle plenty nonsense from our minds. I've said it, that in 24 hours you can be outdated. So why should you not press with a victorious mindset? It's because you have a victorious mindset. That is why that's why you should work harder than the people in the world. See, if you are going to fetch wood for the kingdom, shouldn't you work harder than those that want to eat? So those that sleep at night, snore and wake up in the morning, cleaning speech from their mouth and, and, and just say, laga, laga, wow, my day is blessed. You, you are not investing. A victor is a champion with a track record. And you must have that ideology. By the grace of God, we will raise the best, the best developers, the best fashion designers. Our clothing lines will be the best. By the see, you see that I'm wearing branded shirts. I'll keep wearing. I've already told one of us I'm buying every month because I want to ensure that everybody, everybody here rises. But your mindset must agree with God. It must agree with God. God brought He brought Abraham out. He said, "Count the stars." Can you count them? One, two, three, uh, no, seven, eight, nine, ten, one, two, uh, and then God said, that's the exact way you won't be able to count your inheritance and your children and children's children. And then Abraham had a mindset. The Bible said immediately after that, Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Many of us are in business, we are not sure. We are not sure. Somebody gives you a deal, you're chicken away somebody gives you something you hide I want to go see is it is let me tell you something I know you are young but it's a loser's ideology to see challenge and run away it's a loser's ideology many people many people that went home they will come back and face the effect of naira to dollar that they think they are eating Nigeria's food I mean, their parents would have come for them. they will come back to school very soon and then to take care they will realize that things have changed But there were some people that stayed inside the pressure and built capacity. Let me tell you, even if you failed, you are better off. Because there is something you will learn from that failure that somebody that did not start can never learn. No matter how many books he reads. If he reads a thousand books, if he has not failed, there is a level, let me tell you, it's, it's called revelation. It will hit you with an intensity. Fail and go again. By the grace of God, Emmanuel, I've done business. I'll be a shoulder to as many people that fail. Fail and come and cry. I will send you back with full force. You will go again. And win. That's it. That's our ideology. Standing here and preaching is fighting many people that
that are above me. There are people that have looked at me and said, you know, I can pull you down. Who in the world raises a beast to say you can pull somebody down? The Bible says that. It says, let us make man in our own image and our likeness. Only God makes man. Men don't put men down. It's only God that can lift and can pull down. That's a victorious mindset. Somebody comes and talks to you because he's older than you. I'm a spiritual father. You will die tomorrow. If you don't die, then let's know who is working with God. Because I have an ideology. You can't stand in front of me and win. No, sir. I've decided in this life I win or I die. I win or I die fighting. That would be my badge. I die, I die fighting the good fight of faith. It's a victorious mindset. A victorious mindset. Will you be a billionaire? Not maybe. Yes, sir. That's what you say. Yes, sir. I'm getting there. Very soon. The sun, the moon, and the eleven stars will bow. Yes, very soon. Very soon. Many of us are not innovative because we don't have a victory. Let me stop you. Let me stop. Many of us are not innovative because we don't have a victorious mindset. You meet a challenge, you run away. That's not the way to live. When you win, you expand in strength. You expand in capacity. You are stronger. Music people, don't just sing. Make sure you are performers. You know, there's a difference between singing and being a performer. When you stand on stage and you listen to a performer, without the Holy Ghost, she can make you cry. Without the Holy Ghost. There is a skill to it. Though. Preaching, there is a skill to public speaking. So, be preacher and saying that uh, the message was like this because the Holy Ghost did not come is complete nonsense. Complete nonsense. That's not a victor's mindset. It's complete nonsense. There is a skill. Without keyboard, without anything, you will cry. Yes, if I talk, you will cry. Yes. There is a skill to talk to aged people and there is a skill to talk to young people. There were times I had to train myself, voice training, to preach. Yes. For you will play the message. They say, this is not the voice of a preacher. This is a young boy from primary school that is just holding mic. You, 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 you talk and you articulate. Yes. That's how to build yourself. You challenge yourself. Let's, let your challenge come from within. Let your challenge come from within. Let your future be in front of you. I'm going far and I will press. I will win. I'm not, I'm not backing down for any reason. I win. I win. That's my mindset. That's my mindset. Be strong and of a good courage. Be strong and of a good courage. I say to build members, be strong. On thine and on site, be strong. Regardless the people in front of you. The people in front of you are just setting the way for you to come. You are coming very soon. This will give you a press to be valuable. This will give you a press to be excellent. Excellent. They do not ask you, did you? I did not because of words. At a world stage, you can't be explaining to people why you could not deliver. Are we challenged this evening? Are we blessed this evening? Oh my God. Yeah, I've brought you to church. It was Pastor Chris that said, 
Chris Oyakulo. He said years ago, many pastors attacked him in Nigeria. Many pastors attacked him. Very popular preachers that he doesn't want to mention their names. And he said that people thought that he was back home crying. He said he went back home and he carried his Bible. <laughs> you see, if you don't know how to pray scriptural prayers, life will defeat you. It will defeat you before you start. You go back and you are walking. You are without strength, but you are building energy. I mount up. I mount up. I build myself like an edifice. God has not given you the spirit of fear, Emmanuel, but the spirit of love, the spirit. You, you talk to your spirit. My spirit, man, you are working. You are working by the spirit. Arise and shine, Emmanuel, for your light has come. The glory of God is risen upon you. A thousand shall fall at your side. Ten thousand at your right side. It will not come near you. With your ears shall you behold the reward of the wicked. That's how you talk to yourself until your spirit is strengthened and you go again. You are not going back again. You go again. That's what the scriptures are for. Not just for Bible study, Bible reading. No! In the days that challenges face you, many are they that said there is no hope for me in God but thou O Lord are the shield for me my glory the lifter up of my head I arise I shine the glory of God is upon me I break free from the yoke from the yoke of the Assyrian the anointing of the Holy Ghost is upon me the Bible says the anointing breaks the yoke it means that if the anointing is here any yoke that touches the anointing should break so if I'm anointed then the yokes are broken that ideology my yokes are broken there is a path in front of me i hear a voice from behind me saying this is the way walk in it i will not make mistakes i walk in precision god has prepared a blessing for me that's how to talk to yourself the scriptures give you an ideology and you live from there i'm a champion i'm a victor i suck the breast of kings one thing that I did years ago is I wrote the scriptures. I wrote it in a paper. And I think it was Saturday mornings. I carry it and I start to pray. And I start to speak these words to myself. Because the Bible says that let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You create your destiny with your words. Unless people, people put you down. We live in a sarcastic world. You post on Twitter, they will yap you. You post on IG, they will yap you. Even on your WhatsApp status, they will yap you. Anything you do, they will talk. When they talk, they will talk. So make sure that you ignore the voice and it's the Holy Ghost that speaks to you. I purify my ear with the word of God. I'm a victor. I'm a champion. I win. I win. I win. I win. Is my ideology. I win. I do not fail. I win. This is how you live. Because you will be a leader one day. Challenges will come that are big. And you will go back. I win. I've learned this thing. I've killed the lion. I've killed the bear. I know what's to win. I speak to myself. My spirit, wake up. Wake up. You win. You don't lose. You win. Many of you don't talk to yourselves. When I'm teaching and I'm saying, I'm praying for myself. Emmanuel, behave. I speak to Emmanuel. Behave. Behave. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Let's round up there. Were you blessed? Mighty God. Let us pray. We're going to speak to our destinies again. I don't know how many scriptures you know in your archive but begin to find them out. Pull out the scriptures in your archive and start to fire it into your destiny. Emmanuel, you are a champion. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is upon you. 
you have an anointing in you that can teach you all things you know more than your lecturers you fear the lord you delight in the house of the lord you should be fat and flourishing don't wait for me pray for yourself pray for yourself mighty God renewed <laughs> they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up they shall mount up they shall mount up they shall mount up fire energy into your spirit man emmanuel you are not weak they shall mount up they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint
your gift is for the healing of the nations your gift is not for a local church from Dan to Bathsheba it was known in all Israel that Emmanuel was anointed a prophet <laughs> I'm a champion I'm a victor I win I win by the power of God I win by the power of God don't be tired this is how you make your destiny Jabez Jabez created his destiny by his word oh that what would thou enlarge my coast enlarge my coast and bless me exceedingly
and you can add it to your CV too. So build is giving you something to add to your CV. So put that thing on Discord. Let them message so that they can reach the leaders. If you want, if you want, ask questions. You need con anything. We are going to together achieve it. Do you believe? Do you believe? If you believe, give a shout to the Lord in you were shouting like very happy. You are you are youth. You are youth. The glory of the youth is in your strength. If you believe me, give a shout to the Lord. One, two, raise a shout. Raise a shout. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Amen. Praise the Lord. Lord we bless you today's service. Are you sure? Can you be on your feet very quickly? Can you give glory to the name of the Lord? Can you just say Jesus and say thank you? Can we say Jesus and say thank you? For the word you have sent to us today. For the word that you have sent to us today, we give glory to your name. Because your word never fails. It never fails. It never fails. We say thank you. Jesus, we say thank you. With a grateful heart. With a grateful heart. With a grateful heart. With a grateful heart. With joy in your heart. With joy in your heart. Oh, Jesus, we say thank you. We say thank you. E bom rasco fratesca aladino tama adadia tavenapa e le tunai casuza zuvana menobai caberata ladino pai. We say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Time is gone. Can we raise our hands towards heaven very quickly? Can you close your eyes and raise your two hands towards heaven? Can you repeat after me that the Spirit of the Lord is poured upon me? I vividly dream life-changing dream and I clearly see destiny defining visions the grace of God upon Moses is extended over my life for trailblazing leadership and for unprecedented work with God I enter deeper into the divine covenant of Abraham for pioneering new territories real estate acquisition intergenerational covenant Joseph's anointing for politics, for business, for economic strategy is at work in me. I receive in abundance Esther's anointing for divine favor and kingdom strategies. I operate according to the order of David. I destroy giants. I win destiny battles. I produce uncommon results in all that I lay my hand upon. I carry Elijah's fire combined with Elisha's capacity. For extraordinary exploits and uninterrupted dominion, I possess Solomon's wisdom for vast territorial authority, resources management, uncommon understanding, sustained wealth creation, divine success, and unprecedented prosperity. Do we believe this word? Let's do one more. I walk in the realm of Daniel and I access secret code for effective governance excellent disposition integrity transgovernmental relevance the spirit upon Nehemiah is upon me 
as a renovator, as a restorer, as a nation builder, like Joshua, I am strong and I am courageous. I am strong and I am courageous. I excel on the battlefield of life and destiny. I triumph over adversary like Caleb. In the name of Jesus, like Apostle Paul, I am gifted with the knowledge of the will of God and wisdom and spiritual understanding. In 2022, I obtained the anointing, grace, mercy to become pregnant with the unusual, to do the usual and bring forth the uncommon. In the name of Jesus, can we share the grace together once to go? Amen. Can we share the grace together once to go? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely God's goodness shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen, amen in Jesus' name. Were you blessed in today's service? Was it a waste of time? Oh, oh, we can do better than that. Can we give a powerful shout to Jesus? The Word of God is a seed that brings radical transformation. And we believe you have been transformed by the word you just received. Follow us live on our MixLR and download our messages on our Telegram channel. The number to call for partnerships and inquiries is 0811 414 7940.